come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, as always, your host and guide. And today I've got a special little mini series episode for you, which we are going to set up right now because when the recording started, we didn't really do any setup. We went right into it. So uh, if you recall, previously we did a little mini series in between seasons in which we took on Kid Nation, CBS's other very powerful, important reality series. But we've got a different sort of flavor for you this time. Um, if you have been a listener of this podcast, you've heard us refer to Megabed Media, our podcast network, so to speak. Um, and this is a cross-posted um, endeavor here between Outwatch, as you are listening to now, and our other podcast on the network, Dungeon Arcade, in which myself and Adam, who is also a regular on Outwatch, um, take part in. The whole shtick for Dungeon Arcade is that we um, play tabletop role-playing games and recently have been trying to bop around between a bunch of different smaller, um, less well-known systems to give them a spin and see how they feel. And so what we decided to do was I took on the endeavor of uh, developing a tabletop RPG that is based on Survivor. Um, and so I spent some time working on the uh, skeleton for that sort of system and then got Adam and Emily as well as some other friends of the show together to take this for a spin. Um, and so what you're about to hear in this episode, and maybe one or two more, is the first run-through of this RPG, which we are calling Blindsided. Um, so if you are into Survivor, which you surely are if you're listening to this podcast, um, or if you like tabletop role-playing games, this will probably be your bag. And if that thing, you know, the RPG, Dungeons & Dragons, and the like is something that you're interested in, you definitely should check out Dungeon Arcade. Um, Adam and myself are there week in, week out, pretty much. Um, and you should subscribe there as well. Basically what this is, again, this and maybe just one or two more episodes, is very much a playtest of Blindsided, this game that we came up with. Um, in, yeah, these first couple episodes that you hear from it, it's very much us figuring out how the game is going to work as we go. Um, I know that after both sessions that we ran, I did a ton of tweaking to the rules. Um, and so from that perspective, this is kind of interesting too, to see us, yeah, like create this system and then work through it and figure out, oh, this works this great. And this really doesn't work. Um, and so what I'm going to do before the next episode starts is kind of lay out some of the major changes that we did make after um, these first couple playthroughs. So this definitely isn't a complete playthrough. In fact, uh, you will get a taste of kind of how the game runs, at least from the beginning. And then we kind of um, pushed pause on it because there was so much change that needed to happen to the game itself. So without further ado, uh, check out the first ever running of our game titled Blindsided. Thank you.
Okay, thank you for joining us for the first ever running of Blindsided, which is a survivor-inspired tabletop RPG that I myself have developed. And now here we are, a whole slew of us ready to run this game for the first time. There are five player characters and myself, the uh, JM, that's the Jeff Master. Um, And so what we're going to do here is we're going to get to know each of these players. Um, But first, we'll do just a real brief introduction to how this game is going to work. The main thing, I think, that separates this game from other tabletop RPGs that you may be familiar with is that there is this competitive slash sim aspect to it, right? Where... Uh, Most times you play uh, Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. Um, You're collaborating, working towards a goal to beat the thing that the DM has set up. In this case, there is like a competition against one another. And we're also trying to simulate what, you know, happens on everyone's favorite television show, Survivor, from the great CBS reality show lineup. Um. And this is mostly done through um, roles that these players will be making in one of three categories. Outwit, outplay, and outlast, of course. Outwit roles um, mostly apply to using your head, whether that's in a challenge or socially. It's the um, mental side of the game. Outplay refers to uh, playing. (laughs) Again, whether that's physically or in the context of the game, outplay can be throwing a ball into a hoop. It can also be finding an idol. Outlast refers to your endurance and um, stamina. Again, can refer to standing on a perch for a long time, like Survivor likes to do with challenges. Or it can refer to being able to withstand the the rain overnight um, and not quit. Or something. So each player has their own uh, dice that they will roll for each one of these, um, each one of these categories. And if they perform well enough in the roll, then they will succeed. And if not, they'll fail. And things happen. So before we get into the game, uh, let's meet our castaways taking place in the first ever round of Blindsided. Um, would anybody, does anybody want to volunteer to, um, give us their, their character bio first? Uh, I guess as the reigning fantasy survivor champion, I can, Fair. I can go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Adam, as you all know, the reigning survivor champion, fantasy survivor champion, uh, I'm going to be playing a fellow by the name of Louie. 36 years old. He's a software developer from Seattle. Uh, likes playing music, drinking with his buds, running outdoorsy, camping, hiking, all that good stuff. And uh, he's going to come out victorious. He's got the stamina to endure, survive, and the wits to uh, outmaneuver everybody. And it's also super friendly. So by the time uh, anybody sees him as a threat, it's going to be too late. So, Adam, what are your outwit, outplay, outlast roles, and which attributes have you chosen? Uh, I, my outwit, outplay, outlast roles are all D6. Okay. Uh, so I just went pretty average across the board. Uh, I felt like because my character is kind of an older guy, that like he, he might have had like more 
of the outplay component, but he's also been like working longer. So everything just kind of levels out. Uh, and my archetypes are social butterfly, survivalist, and alpha. Social butterfly, survivalist, and alpha. Yeah. I'm, you know, I was, I'm going to take these down here, but I'm not going to do it right now. I will pause and <laughs> retake these down. Um, thank you, Adam, for sharing your character. No problem. Um, uh, Emily, why don't you go next as um, fellow Outwatch um, yeah, cast to be member. crowned champion. <laughs> hey, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it is. China, that's um, the one. <laughs> it's going to be my season. <laughs> um, yes, hello, everybody. My name is Claire. I'm a 29-year-old lady from Orlando, Florida. I am a romance novelist. I enjoy rollerblading painting and spending time with my family, including my five-year-old daughter, Pepper. Uh, I think I'm going to win because I really know how to hustle. I'm a single mom and I have to meet a lot of deadlines and I've kind of built my career. And I'm also really good at reading people and they just tend to open up to me. So I think I'll be able to build some strong relationships. Uh, Awesome. My outwit is the eight. Outplay is the six and Outlast is the four. Okay. And my archetypes are family focused, social butterfly, and inflexible. Okay. Family focused, social <laughs> butterfly, and inflexible. You know what? When I'm actually paying attention, turns out I can get those down. Adam, can you give me yours one more time? Yeah, they're uh, social butterfly, survivalist, and alpha. Survivalist. Spell check that later. And alpha. Okay. Uh, hey, Jen, why don't you hit us with your character next? Yeah. Um, I am Maggie and I am 38. I am an OBGYN and I have a family. I have a husband and two kids, um, two little girls. They're two and eight months. Um, really going to miss them, but they're also just a huge reason why I'm out here. Um, you know, I, I spent a gap year before med school, um, backpacking around Europe. And so I'm just really here to outlast. Um, and yeah, I think I've, I've handled again, med school, motherhood. Um, and I just really want to show my girls, you know, that we, that I can do it. We can do it. So what are your uh, your stats and your attributes there? Yeah, so Maggie um, outwit is a D6 outplay is a D4 and outlast is a D8. And I'm alpha family focused and a survivalist. All right, man, it's like winners at war out here. We've got so many kids running around. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right uh Shmuddy, hit me with your character why don't you yeah i'll be playing as steve he's a 34 year old zookeeper um he works with his family to not only do zookeeping but also do conservation work out in the wilderness with his family and dog um he's very fond of particularly reptiles <laughs> <laughs> important <laughs> he loves to connect people with the uh wildlife in his home um, and build relationships with people that way. 
but he is especially fond of animals over people. Um, his survivor skill, survival skills are kind of where he shines. Um, really tough, knows what it takes to stay alive out in the bush. Um, so his stats are outwit D4, outplays D4, and outlast is D10. All right. Stacked. What about those attributes? Yeah. He is free spirit, survivalist, and a fish out of water. Love it. This is this is going to be a, a Steve stand pod. I can already tell. Steve stand pod. <laughs> There's a lot of Steve fans out in the world. <laughs> He's definitely going to win the million dollar fan vote. That was a thing they did back in the day in Survivor. Do you guys know that? It was really only like after a couple seasons, but like there would all they would also give a million dollars to like the people that the fans said was their favorite. Wow. Doesn't like a singer do that now? Yeah, now Sia just <laughs> indiscriminately gives money to people she likes on Survivor. What? <laughs> it's real. It's wild, but it's real. Uh, anyway, uh, Maddie, go ahead and round us out. Um, who are, will you be playing as? Hiya, uh, I'm Karen, the 43-year-old bank teller and MLM small business owner. Divorced mom of two baseball-playing boys, Oliver and Oscar. Um, my Life mantra is live, laugh, love. I am here to play and do something for myself for once, but also I want to win for my boys. Mm. Um, hey, Maddie, my, how many how many of those T-shirts that have like um, like a wall of text in like 14 different fonts? How many of those does oh, Karen own? Have, uh, what are your stats and your attributes there, Karen? Yeah, outwit D4, outplay D4 and outlast D10. Damn. Gotta outlast those little little ragamuffin boys. Karen spent them out in the wild, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that's cool. What are your attributes? Uh family focused, abrasive, and fragile. I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> that's absolutely perfect. Hanging on by a thread most of <laughs> the That's honestly that's honestly perfect. Okay, now that all of your characters have been successfully taken down, it's time for us to start Blindsided. And now the music plays in the background, and it's really cool. You know, the first thing that's going to happen in this game is the GM, myself, will ask each of you one question that will help us decide what this season of Survivor is looking like. Um, so to determine the order in which I'll ask these questions, there's no really advantage to going first or last with this. It's just kind of for fun. How about everybody rolls outwit and the highest number will go first and so on and so forth. So roll your outwit die and uh, tell me what you got. Okay, um, <laughs> so the first question, Jen slash Maggie, what is the title of this season of Survivor that you all are about to play? Uh, <laughs> this is a really big question. You can, you know, you can name it after a shtick. You can name it after a location. You can call it. I mean, this wouldn't make sense, but it could be like Survivor, like uh, Jeff's versus Matt's. And you've got like a tribe mm -hmm. of Jeffs and a tribe of Matts, but we just do like, like like Jim Carrey's house or something. 
Uh, Are you uh, OBGYN? Yeah. You can do the bush. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. It's really awful. Where is the where's the bush in real life? That's like uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. 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 Like Steve is is Australia. Like, has there been a season in Australia? Season two is in the outback. But never. And there is an Australian survivor, but we could just do Survivor Australia. Yeah. And then everyone like who's in the know calls it the bush. Ah, That's (laughs) the like slang term for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got Survivor (laughs) Australia. Yeah. Um, Okay. Karen, what is the location like? What is um, the, the physical um, environment that this season is taking place? And what's it like? Well, if we're in the Australian bush, so to speak, <laughs> uh, it's very dry. There are many large animals, like spiders as big as your hands. Gross. But also, there's some nice coastline, quite rocky, Ooh. quite hot, the occasional wildfire. That's great. Vivid picture. You know, it would make oh, sense God. that. Jeff would want to return to Australia because he really, really loved season two. Everyone knows it, that he brings people back from it all the time, always refers to it. So this makes a lot of sense in universe. Welcome. Um, okay, Steve, how are the tribes for this season split up? We've got 18 players. Um, so you don't need to give me like a breakdown entirely, right? Of like, you're here and you're here, but rather, Sometimes in the history of Survivor, tribes are split up randomly. Sometimes it's by gender. Sometimes it's by age. Sometimes it's by attribute, a la beauty, brains, and brawn. So, how are tribes split up for this season? Um, let's go with evens and odds. Interesting. So even versus odd. And what is the determination of whether you are an even or an odd? Your age number. Like even numbers. Oh. Okay. Evens and odds. Versus skins, but <laughs> okay. Ages of even and odd numbers. So that means we've got half the cast has to have an even uh numbered age, and the other has to have the other half has to have an odd numbered age. Might have biffed it. <laughs> no, we can, uh, you know, we're creating NPCs for everyone else, so it'll work. Okay, um, Claire, you had the next highest role. Your question is which tribe is each player character on? This may have been determined for you. <laughs> um, but has everybody, like, listed their um, like their age. Uh, yeah. So, who's uh, who's an even? Okay, we've got three evens and two odds. That works great. Okay. So yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Sorry to take that one from you, but no, it was I'm your answer. <laughs> so let's. I'm going to go ahead and make a note of this. We've got the evens tribe, and we've got the odds tribe. <laughs> so our evens are, um, was that Steve, 
Maggie, and who else? Louie. Louie. Is that an IE or just an S? I changed it to an IE. It was just an S for a grip, and then I was like, no, I'm going to pronounce it wrong if I don't change it. (laughs) And so that means Karen and Claire, the matchup we all wanted to see, um, are on the Odds Tribe. Power couple at the game. It's one of the surprises of this season, like 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 sometime around the twelfth day, someone's birthday came up and they had to switch to the other tribe. <laughs> well, Adam, funny you should ask that because your question is what twist slash mechanic slash shtick is featured in this season? <laughs> you know, oh. again, in the history of Survivor, we've got Exile Island, we've got the Edge of Extinction, we've got um I'm trying to think of things that aren't just islands outside of the game. Um, you know, we've we've got fire tokens. We've got fire tokens. We've got pirate themes. Good fact for you about Australia. Thank you to my sixth grade students. There are a lot of islands off the coast of Western Australia named after holidays, such as Valentine's Island and Christmas Island. So, if you're looking for an island, there are many holiday themed islands. Is there a birthday island? <laughs> there should I, be. I'm pretty sure they're named after holidays because they were discovered like on those holidays. So I love the idea that a captain like discovered an island on his birthday and he's like, this is birthday island. <laughs> I'm calling this one Kanye West. <laughs> Jeff's birthday island. <laughs> All right, what's our what's our twist? Quality because you only wear your birthday suits. <laughs> Ratings might go up. What's our twists or mechanic or shtick this season, Adam? Oh man, I love the idea of running with the birthday thing. Like everyone's birthday falls like in the first like fourteen or like twenty. Everyone days has of a birthday during this season. And so when you have your birthday, you have to change track. I'm into that. Everyone has a birthday during the season. <laughs> Is it like determined by a role? Yeah, maybe we'll have to. Yeah, we might have to, to roll if your birthday already happened or not. You know what? Let's do this. There's 30 days in. In a month. So what if you roll? Um. Hmm, what would be the best way to randomly get an let's just do a random number generator. Uh let me pull up a random number generator and we're about to find everyone's birthday. One to thirty. And there's thirty-nine days in Survivor, so you last long enough. It's like everybody has a birthday this month, we'll say. It says it yeah. starts on the first. Okay, um, I'm just going in order on my screen here. So, Maddie, Karen's birthday is on the 8th. Gotta write these down. Karen, 8th. Steve's birthday is the 19th. Gotta make it deep into the game there, Steve, to have a birthday. Claire's birthday is the 14th. This is so silly. I love it. <laughs> ah, dang it. Emily just texted me about Survivor Crab Walk. We could have done that. <laughs> oh, no. We missed the opportunity. Uh, let's see. Louie's birthday is the 10th. 
And Maggie's birthday is the eighth as well. Interesting. Might have a double swap. Does it turn out that Karen and I are actually twins? Well, you're you're a year apart because you're on opposite tribes. So actually, like on the eighth, it's a person to person swap. Yeah. Too bad. Like that's all going to happen before we actually play the game. <laughs> okay. So we've set the season up. Here we are. You all um, have been in lockdown, uh, not talking to anybody else on the the cast. You've taken your flights, gone through casting, and here you are. You've landed in down under in the bush, if you will. Um, And you're transported out via Humvee into this rugged, arid environment. You um, you step out of the Humvees and walk forward. And there in front of you is the man himself, Jeff Probst, who um, gives his whole intro deal. He says this season for Survivor, we're going back to one of the most iconic locations of all time. And then if you were to watch this, you know, months later, you would see clips of Colby Donaldson and Jerry Manthe and Tina Wesson doing their thing in the outback. And, you know, now we're back here to present day. And he says, but not only are we here in the bush, but we are doing something that's never been done before in Survivor. And then he he goes around, he points, he points at Karen. He says, Karen, when's your birthday? (laughs) The eighth (laughs) of this month. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Louis, when is your birthday? The 10th of this month. Of this month. (laughs) Does, Does anybody else have a birthday this month? Everybody raises their hands. This season, every single player has the opportunity to have their birthday here on Survivor. Everyone applauds. They're freaking out. It's amazing. And not only that, but your tribes will be divided by (laughs) whether you are evenly or oddly numbered when it comes to your current age. (laughs) (laughs) This feels like such a jump to shark moment. (laughs) But like Jeff loves it. He's like, this is amazing. (laughs) And so the evens go to one side, the odds go to the other side. And he's like, but this won't stay the whole time because when you have your birthday, Maybe you're not an even anymore. In fact, you won't be. <laughs> so you've got to switch tribes. And, you know, you're you're marooned. You head back um, to your respective campsites. And it's day one, folks, of Survivor Australia. Congratulations on being casted. Okay, so the first thing, this is now the pre-merge phase of the game. Um, In this, all of you are guaranteed to make it to the merge. Um, Otherwise, it would be really silly to roll up characters and then get voted out on day three. Um, So we're going to use this pre-merge phase to figure out who else we're playing with and kind of set the 
get the ball rolling as far as your game um, in this season of Survivor. So another thing that influences how roles work are relationship scores. Um, each player character has a relationship score for each NPC. And um, how good your score with them is will influence how well you roll against them. Um, if you're trying to manipulate someone to do something. If you have a high relationship score with them, they're more likely to do it. So this pre-merge phase, we're going to figure out who else is on this season. And we're also um, going to maybe start adding or subtracting to your relationship scores. Also note, this is a note for our players here. If you've got any attributes that affect your relationship scores or your roles, just keep those in mind. Um, I think some of us have um, attributes that maybe, yeah, the social butterflies start with plus one to all relationship scores, for instance. So go ahead and give yourself plus one to each NPC as we create them. Um, okay, so to find out who gets to role play their first pre-merge scene first, everybody is going to roll. Um, I believe we all roll out play. Let me pull up the notes or the rules rather. So now we're in role playing territory here, Maddie. So I'm basically going to set up a scene and we're going to kind of just play it out. And um, anytime you do something that requires some skill, um, we'll have to roll for it. So your tribe just arrived at your camp, uh, the odds tribe. And folks are starting. Uh, they make their introductions, you know, and, and start on the shelter. So what do you do? You've got people hanging around, people working on the shelter. What's your what's your move? I'm obviously not going to work on the shelter and I'm <laughs> going to find someone who is and I'm going to talk to them while they're working. OK, that's great. <laughs> um, Maddie, go ahead and roll. Uh, roll me an outwit to see um, if you are able to successfully um, keep your uh, your tribe from not really. Catching on that you're slacking off. OK, so that's a two. Um, and with that, we'll say that this person that you're about to talk to um, kind of notices that you're you're mooching. So who um, who is someone that you come and uh, talk to who is working on the tribe or on the camp? This is the opportunity Definitely. to create a player. Definitely Derek, who seems to be some kind of fitness instructor. Yeah. Definitely younger. Twenty-four. Derek, the fitness instructor. I think he might be my Zumba, my Zumba teacher. I don't know. He has to be an odd age. He's twenty. He's twenty-three. He tells me. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a Zumba instructor. He is a fitness coach, though. Yeah. And lo and behold, Derek's birthday is on the twenty-seventh, so he's really going to have to get deep into this game to have his, you know. Have his birthday. So you roll up uh, to Derek. Um, he's out there hammering away on the shelter. And uh, what do you say? I I just ask him about his life. I ask him those basic facts about himself mm. that I just told you. Yeah. So uh, Derek, he says, yeah, you know, I'm like a fitness instructor. I'm from Ohio. Um, <laughs> and it's just like my passion. Right. Like to just see the people walk in there and they just want to be better. And I get to be a part of that. It's just really it's just really great. What about you, Karen? What do you do? 
Well, my family is definitely my passion. I do everything for my boys. But also my small business is also my passion. I just really love, uh, you know, creating something of my own. Building something from the ground up. Well, I can't help but notice you may you're not really helping build us us build the shelter from the ground up, though. (laughs) We're really working hard. And yeah, I haven't seen you lift us a hatchet yet. I'm definitely going to pick something up, but then I'll probably go move it and put it down (laughs) somewhere else. Um, Yeah, Maddie, this this uh, interaction doesn't necessarily go as as well as you hope it to. So um, go ahead and and take a point away from your um, relationship score with Derek. It was a good try, but he just really wasn't picking up what you're putting down. Because you weren't picking up anything. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) <laughs> so I think at this point, this can kind of be collaborative. So let's figure out together what this what the stats and the attributes for Derek are going to be. Um, so if you've got that list in front of you, we can kind of work on this um, as a group. Let's start with the stats. We've got outwit out play at last. Derek, to me, feels kind of outplay heavy. Can we do? No, eight, eight, and four is twenty. I'm. You do eight, six, four. Yeah. I think that outwit is definitely a four for Derek. Yeah, it's kind of a meathead. Yeah, maybe an eight in outplay and a six in outlast for Derek. Does that feel right to everyone? Can say that one more time. We've got an eight for outplay, a six for outlast, a four for outwit. For Derek, the fitness instructor. Do we need to have all that ourselves? No. Okay. No. You can if you want, but how about some attributes for Derek? Um, we can pick three. I think maybe dreamy. Is Derek dreamy, Maddie? Um, I found athlete. I feel like that's it. Oh, okay. Yes, dreamy. Yes, isn't afraid to use it to their advantage. Let's start. Let's do both athlete and dreamy. I think those are both good. And since all of you are uh, middle aged, <laughs> we need some some young, um, you know. He's going to be the star of Claire's next novel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Stop giving me air. What about like free spirit? Okay. Ooh. I feel like you gave us off like yoga. Vibes mm-hmm. with your yeah, definitely unbound by societal expectations or norms. <laughs> yeah, which, which is what Karen was hoping for too. But okay, but he's already missing all those macros. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna write these down and copy them over later. Okay, great, uh, Maddie, you've completed your scene. Thank you. Um, so Jen, you're you were second, yeah. Yes. I believe you were. Okay. So, Maggie, it's day two. Uh, you wake up in the middle of the night in on the island. And what do you do? Middle of the night, you can, you know, assume that everyone else is asleep. What What's the move? Yeah, well, first I'm going to make sure that um, that fire is still going. Okay. So you walk over to the fire, you poke at it. With um with a stick, go ahead and roll out um 
outlast for me. <laughs> There's a dog on the island. A wild Australian dingo. <laughs> Who helps you defend the camp from the dingo? <laughs> the dingo ain't my baby! <laughs> uh, you rolled a five, and with a five, you were able to successfully determine that, yes, the fire is still going. <laughs> um, you don't really do a whole lot to it, but you're able to um, see that it's still at least um, happening. Then what do you do? Um, yeah, that was like my test to make sure that everyone was still asleep. And um, yeah, you don't see anybody gonna... stirring. Sorry, you don't see anyone stirring upon that. No, no. Um, and I'm going to. Try to go look for an idol. Oh, all right. Silly to do it dark, but I've got a torch with the fire that I just. <laughs> OK. Cool. Uh, so here you are. You're kind of meandering through the jungle, I imagine, um, with your torch that you have created. Go ahead and roll outwit, and we'll see if you can. Um, and this is to know where to look. It's not necessarily to find it, but it's to know where to look. Ooh, that's a one. Um, and so with that one, you. Um, are just kind of hanging out around the path you're um you're looking but you're um not really finding any any clues or you don't um you don't feel like you're close um and so after a, a little bit of this you uh hang it up so to speak head back to camp um and upon uh doing so you you know you Put the torch back in the fire. You lay back down um, in the shelter, and you notice somebody starting to wake up next to you. Who is that? Yeah, um, that's Kara. Okay, we've got Karen and Kara. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I'll choose a different name. How about it's Kara? Driver, calm down. <laughs> yeah, Kara's fine. We've got Kara. It's also really on brand for out or uh, for Dungeon Arcade. So yeah, it truly is. Um, yeah, like Dash and Dash. Um, it's Ash and Dash. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Kara's a. Do I explain who Kara is? Yeah, just like what's uh, what's Kara's deal? Uh, Kara's an influencer. Mm. her um she just like loves sharing brands and um, she's just really into fast fashion <laughs> um this so is she a, doesn't know it <laughs> yeah uh this is an even numbered age how old is kara yeah kara is like 22 yeah. um and She's set to retire, you know, in the next eight years with her <laughs> influencing. So she's a successful influencer. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Kara's birthday is on the 13th. So Kara um, wakes up. She kind of like rustles as, as you lay back down. She's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm just like going to the bathroom, checking on the fire. Is like the you can fire. Go back to bed. Okay, uh, roll, uh, roll it out wit here. 
Two. Two. Uh, she kind of wakes up a little bit more and kind of like looks around. Um, she's like, but the fire's like fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, you... that's because I checked on it. Um, it's okay. I'm, I'm just going to go back to bed now, too. Okay. <laughs> Kara, it's okay. Uh, yeah, that um, Kara's too groggy, really, for this to affect her one way or the other. Um, so Kara's goes back to bed. Um, scene end. Let's go ahead and figure out Kara's deal. Um, let's come up with some statistics and some attributes for Kara. Jen, how would you assign these to your creation? The archetype or the... Let's start with the stats. Um, she's pretty low in all of them. <laughs> well, she's got a... You want to okay, go sixes? She's like into being fit and, you know, getting those um, athletics, you know, ads. <laughs> yeah. Let's do. Give her, give her out wit. I know. I think I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna do out wit because she's like got a marketing brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she so she's across more air heady, but she like. Yeah, she's just. I was gonna say, I want her to be really smart. She just like plays the game. Yeah, yeah. Of, but, of but I was thinking Outlast was like lower. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so let's come up with three attributes then as well. Maybe naive. Well, no, because I think we're trying to play it like she comes off as naive, but she's yeah, like she not. Knows what yeah. she's doing. Oh, okay. Like Maybe liar. She's aware. Liar is good. Liar liar. I think I think you give her a liar. That could be cool. Okay. I would say social butterfly. Okay. Like, hey guys, I know you've missed me. I went to go get some firewood. Yeah. Um, What's up, guys? <laughs> we probably have to give her dreamy just for being the, the influencer, right? I think that's fair. Can you be an influencer without being dreamy? We're trying I, to break the mold. I sense a Derek Kara power couple in the horizon. Dara. So she's liar. <laughs> Liar, social butterfly, and dreamy. Dangerous combo. Indeed. for listening to that first episode of Blindsided, the miniseries within Outwatch. There will be at least one more of these before we return to our regularly scheduled programming and we take on Survivor China, its 15th season. So stay tuned. Uh, in the meantime, make sure that you're following our feed 
Um, rate and review, that helps us a whole lot, especially in the iTunes store to help other people find the podcast. So if you are a loyal listener, we appreciate that greatly. You can also support this show by clicking the link in the show notes that sends you to listener support. That money will go directly towards us buying a CBS All Access ad-free subscription. Folks, that would be a dream come true. Uh, and you can also uh, email us outwatchpodcast at gmail.com with any feedback or suggestions of what you would like to hear in the future. Uh, next time on Outwatch, you will get at least one more episode of Blindsided. Here you uh, See you then. <laughs>